All right, welcome back to another gorgeous podcast brought to you by the Strip Set Boys. What's up, gentlemen? Ooh. What's up, dude? See, nice and short. Everybody, everybody's got a good, nice microphone. BJ's got a microphone. Scotty's got a headset. Rob's got his mic. Sexy, sexy time. BJ's two turntables and a microphone. Yes. Where it's at. <laughs> so, we have minimal planning into this episode. This may be no, so. It's going to be killer. <laughs> Yeah, this, this this just might be the old man yelling at the cloud for an hour. This may be Abraham <laughs> Simpson yelling at a cloud. Hey, you uh, got So let's get straight straight into the shitstorm that is brown fishing in the fall. Because I love talking about this so much. Okay, so first... Did anybody see the video of the 26-inch dead brown on the side of the bank at the Dreamstream? That is a negative for me. That's a whole lot of silence. I refuse to fish the Dreamstream this time of year. And uh, I'm going to bring up some bad shit. Hold on, Soapbox. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, hold on, buddy. This This is me. Look, I, dude, I've been, I've been, I've been pumping a shotgun all week. I'm ready to shoot I it guess. off, baby. Rob, Rob, you're like a <laughs> little. You should have been wearing hearing protection because you're not listening so well. You're like a bottle you're rocket, like... man. You just, you just want to go, and we just, we need to give you a little direction so you hit the target. Well, I didn't hear none of that. I can't hear shit. No, oh, this is horrible. I said you should have been wearing hearing protection when you were pheasant hunting because you're not listening very well. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Right. Go so, ahead, Steven. Dead brown. Dead big. I mean, it's a big 26-inch brown. Does anybody have a guess? Anybody want to venture a guess as to what killed it? No, we don't know. We don't know, but we all know. Let's play that game. Well, let's H. start with BJ because BJ has no idea where the dream stream is nor has ever fished it. So, BJ, what do you guess? Uh, pulled off a red fish was tired. It died. Bam. <laughs> Scotty, by all means, what's your educated guess? Was it a buck or a hen? Um, shit. I want to say it was a buck. I didn't really look at the head. I just know it was a big goddamn fish. I think what happened. I did not look at the anal fin. Uh, if it was a buck, so if it was a hen, I think somebody caught it and went over to their buddy who was taking a little nap on the side of the river and got their camera out and squeezed all the eggs into this sleeping guy's mouth to get it on film and ended up squeezing the life out of the fish. Uh, if it was a buck, I think somebody probably milked it. Just for uh, an extra shot of protein on the river, something warm, something that'll uh, I agree. You know, get you through the morning. Um, so, not having seen the video, those are my uneducated guesses. Well, you can you can milk anything with nipples. You know that, right? Milt, <laughs> milt, yum. <laughs> you can milk anything with nipples too. That's right. Second question. Sure. 
<laughs> was it already was it filleted or was it still whole? Uh no, it was it was still whole. It was it was in that uh intact. Yeah, it was it was intact. The eyes were already eaten out of it. Okay. So third question. Shame. Was it was it a hatchery brown or was it a brown that was actually hatched from a red in the dream stream? Now, now we're talking. <laughs> actually, let's let's put a pin in that one. That'll be our next topic. Was the adipose fin clipped? That's what people want to know. Was it crypt? Um <laughs> I did not see a blue bandana, no. Was it cleaning? So I I don't know if the uh adipose fin was crip or not. That's that's it for my questions. Okay. Rob, you Rob, did it had a little bit the of lawyer lemon. may now rest. The lawyer's yeah. section is done. So the defense rests. Yeah. Your witness. I call to the stand Robert Herbert Griggs. I'm going to say, this is my educated guess, um, I'm going to say probably somebody ass-snagged the shit out of it, and it fought it, and it ran all the way downstream, and he fought it, fought it, or her, I'm not going to be racist, oh. I'll say oh. her. Good call. 50-50 yeah, hey, on the water, good call. 50-50, yes. I'm, trying to, yeah. I'm trying to be that guy. Hashtag <laughs> 50 and so him or her caught it and just probably took so many damn pictures of it, it just died. That's what I think. I mean, with different hats on. Or okay, that was, different... I was going to lead right into that if the hat, if you thought a hat change would have been involved. Change of disguise, one shot with the sunglasses, one shot with them on the head, you know. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I I think there's only one person in this whole group who takes their sunglasses off for pictures. I I think that would be Mr. Long. No, the opposite. It's the opposite that's going on. I don't take my sunglasses off for pictures. I always have my sunglasses off. I just put them on to fish. Oh, so you take them off for the picture. I take them off when I'm not fishing. (laughs) Period. When I walk out of the river, my sunglasses are on my hat. Hmm. I like when that I you wear... My sunglasses are... Hmm. I like that, that Scott wears the Oakley Blades from 1994. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I can still like... outfish you without polarized lenses. That's exactly right. Macho Man Randy Savage! Little on rap, the river. little wraparound action on those. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> I like that. I like that Scott has had one tin cup and he's ready to fight all three of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's. Uh, right right let's keep. Let's, Dude, I'm good for about sixty seconds. I will hurt you, but after sixty seconds, if you're still in the fight, it's over for me. I'm just running. That's yeah. all I do is I just run. <laughs> Let's oh, yeah. uh, we'll just keep keep I'm this. Run yeah, we'll just keep this moving until about cup number three. Yeah, and then because we all know what happens if cup number three hits. His pants fall off. That was, that was Jack Daniels. To be fair. <laughs> I like it because his pants fell off when we were standing there telling him goodbye. <laughs> I was like, Scotty, all right, that's cool, man. <laughs> your pants Thank are at you. your ankles. 
<laughs> I lost the so, weight. That's exactly right. All right, so Steve, what? Go back to the brown. What happened? Oh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just collecting. You son of a. <laughs> I'm just collecting opinions to show what what, what I'm doing is I'm collecting a whole bunch of uh, intel to show people that fish don't die from one reason. You know what I mean? It could be played too hard. It could be could be out of the water for too long. There's a myriad of reasons that I'm sure. I know what happened. Um, six months ago. Six months ago. Here, hold on. Got hold on. Here. Fish. Watch this. What? What? I think what he's what showing us a picture. Oh, of the he's showing us the video. Oh, so there's yeah, a dead brown in the dirt. They put their rod with it to make it look like they caught it. Too bad he didn't have his rod on his shoulder for that shot. <laughs> and his sunglasses off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nice, huh? Should have put it in his fish pond net. That would have been awesome. That was, pretty <laughs> with good. Dripping. that was pretty good. I'm thinking that might be a buck, but it's hard to say in the grainy-ass shot that I got on my computer. I will tag you all in this. Oh, yeah. It's not even my – I don't know whose photo this is. They're just going to get tagged and blown up. <laughs> Perfect. Get it. Get it. Great. So, I don't know. What was I saying? He interrupted me. Not only. So, yeah. So, a myriad of reasons this fish could have died. The hero oh, I shot. Know what I was going to say that six milking. months ago, somebody caught that fish and they took a picture. They took it out of the net without wetting their hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's got a hand prejudice on the backside of it. Just on it. Six months later, get brown. <laughs> We call that uh, in the business. We call that dry hand disease. I don't know that fish is dead. Maybe it's just dirt mapping. I think it's pretty much dead. I like that the rods next to it. It didn't even move. Yeah, there was there was absolutely no fight left in that fish. Yeah, that that's some hilarious stuff, man. I'm glad I don't have to fight with that shit. No. Okay, That's next, awesome. next, life, next favorite fall topic. Now, somebody might get mad. We're not going to mention names. Okay? All right. I love, love me some fish picks when I can see that fresh caviar. Love. <laughs> oh, boy. There ain't nothing like fresh caviar. Riverside. Oh, <laughs> Always take uh, the crackers on the water in the fall. Yeah. Coincidentally, there's always a pack of crackers on the river at the Dream Stream. Oh, <laughs> snap. And some cream cheese. <laughs> this racism's killing just kidding. me. We racist. We're just kidding. I know. I love it. Um, yeah, you know what? Uh, this time of year, when it comes to social media and Browns, and then again in the in the springtime, I just have a hard time just looking at some of the Browns because I see the drip drip that people don't think they see in the picture, and then I see it and just go, "Oh my gosh!" And, when and then you the new guys yeah, over on the side. Yeah. Yeah, dude, or at least stick your finger over his butt, man. Come on, man. Get in the game. And I mean, I don't fish the wait, fish. Wait, 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 Rob. Yeah. The eggs don't come out of their butt. 
Well, they're <laughs> flagina. Ooh, and the milk fla fla f l a flagina. And then I, I, you know what? Here I told BJ the other day. Here's how you fix that. Don't fish the reds. Done. Ooh. Done. So Done. What if the fish is actively feeding in deeper water? Oh my oh, god! Shit. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, they, I so, don't know, man. See, those are those are the tough I, ones, so, man. I mean, if it's like legit deep water, yeah, it was in a pool. I mean, keep it in the water. You know, we've all well, we've yeah, all seen that one water. pick of a of a hen getting ready to bust, just laying in the water. Just don't fish oh, for yeah. them. There's <laughs> that too. Yeah, but you're saying you're saying don't fish that river during the fall. Then I don't because I, if you're you know fishing, mm-hmm. go ahead. If you're say, fishing, Scotty? if you're fishing in the fall, uh-huh. and you're not you're not targeting reds, you're going to mm-hmm. catch staging fish. You're going to catch fish that are moving through the water system to or from spawning grounds. They may be pre-spawn. They may be post-spawn. They may be full of eggs, ready to pop. They may be done and, and on their way dropping back in the water table, but they, you can't fish that waterway and not catch fish that are, you know, there to spawn. That's why they're there. So here we go. I got my little spiel. I got two points on it. Okay, go. First thing is uh, when I was guiding for a fly shop, I did two trips on the dream stream. The first trip I told the clients, man, no, we're not fishing the reds. Explain to them what's going on. And I turn around and helping one of the guys, the other guys fishing the reds. I get pissed off, move them down where there's no damn fish for sure. They don't catch fish. Get a trip the next day. And the same thing happens. I tell the shop that I'm working for, I'm not guiding that river. You can take me out of the circular rotation, whatever you got going on. I'm not guiding there. Done. I'm not doing it. So I went off and did not guide there anymore. Second thing, I fish all barbless hooks unless I'm saltwater fly fishing. And then from there, if I catch a brown in the fall or a rainbow in the spring, it does not come out of my net. I pop that hook out. I don't give a shit if it's a 30-inch sure. fish. No fly, uh, fish is coming out of the water at that time. I dump them right back in, right out of the water. And, Scotty, you know that. Steve knows that. You guys fish with me enough to know that I'm not going to hold up sure. and just drip it down and just have all kinds of eggs and milk and, you know, all that shit. Even those spawned-out kings that I was catching in uh, the Pier Marquette, I don't. I didn't jack with them, man. I just left them out. You've seen the pictures. Yep. Let them go. And so that's my take on it. I just don't do it. I don't do it. If I catch one, pop the hook out in the net, let it go. Uh, But I have caught fish off reds. I'll be the first one to admit it. I've done it before. I think we've all done it. You know, you just walk up on the river and you're like, holy shit. You don't know. You smash them, dude. And uh, but once you learn, you learn. And sometimes getting beat on social media is your spanking. Say don't fish for those fish. You can't help it. I mean, people are going to catch those fish when they're not targeting reds because the fish are in the river. They're pushed up into the river. And that's why they're there. I mean, you know, so 
I, I don't have a problem with people fishing for staged fish uh, that are not actively spawning, even though, I mean, you can argue that if that fish is heading up the river and, and I'll tell you every fall, cause it's, it's definitely more predominant with the Browns in the fall. Uh, it is. Because it those is. fish are so big and they they get so colorful. I think it draws a lot more attention than the spring spawners of the the rainbows. They get all colored up red and everything, and the cut bows and the cutthroat and everything else. But I think it's more an issue with the browns. And I will see on social media the same fish posted by multiple <laughs> people throughout the fall, multiple times. So, I mean, the only way to get around that is to not fish that river at all to just shut it down during the spawn and you know that's not going to happen so i think the compromise is so wait let's hold on for a second so in colorado they don't close it down here in idaho they close it down they will close that shit down there is no fishing during the spawn on some of the rivers not all of them but i think that colorado needs to start looking at what other states are doing and the fishery that they have got going on here compared to there. I'm just saying, I mean, there's a lot more people where okay. you guys are at, but they close the shit down, dude, you know? So if they close the shit down during the spawn, how come all these people are posting steelhead in Idaho? No, those are hatchery fish, and uh, you cannot – well, first of all, there's no damn wild fish hardly coming back. But these guys that are posting up in the spring, in the summertime in July, that's where I got the problem because those fish are spawning at that time, and those fish they're raping them off the reds, and they're not supposed to take them out of the water, but they do. You know, well, the only, so the only time steelhead are in the rivers is when they're spawning. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. So, I mean, they don't shut it down because people go fish fucking Idaho for steelhead all the time. It's not the steelhead, it's the bull trout. I'm going to be honest with you. That's the ones that get raped the most is the bull trout. I mean, they'll chase them up these little creeks. And you think the Dream Stream and those rivers up there in Colorado or what well, down there are shallow? These bull trout are ridiculous. And so, yeah. I don't know. I just, I see a lot of hypocrisy with, with both sides of it. I think you, you know, there's things that you should do and shouldn't do that are obvious. And then there's some gray areas, you know, there's some stuff that's kind of personal choice. And if it's legal, you know, there ain't a whole yeah, lot you can it's do. It's legal, man. That's, that is true. Yeah. And um, I don't know, maybe it's just that that's where I'm at and my point of my fly fishing time is uh you know but you know there was a kid that brought up a good good uh a good point that you should think about scott too and he made me think and his name's austin and uh he he brought me down a peg and he's a younger kid and i was like all right there is hope for this he asked me he says when do you deer hunt during the rut when do you elk hunt during the rut when do you go to alaska when they're pushing out of the water. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you you are, you're right, man. I mean, he got me on that one and he made me think about it. And, uh, I mean, when we go to Alaska, you and I went to Alaska, I've been to Alaska quite a few times. We go when the salmon are pushed out of the river. We go, I mean, I pushed in the river when their steelhead are pushing out. So, but at that time, what's that? 
that's when you get access to them. That's true. You can't go out in the in the Pacific Ocean and and fly fish for salmon. Right. You can't. Well, I mean, you could, but you ain't gonna catch nothing, you know. Well, I just think it's a personal, personal thing. I think I just I just hope that people are truly fishing you know, deeper runs and not fishing to paired up fish that are dug reds and they're trying to spawn. And I have find it hard to believe that people are catching fish in these deeper runs. And when they're holding them up, they're melting or they're dropping eggs. Oh, that usually is a sign. That you think they will. Yeah. But Oh yeah. When those fish are moving up into the river, they're full of eggs already. They are, they are, but they're it's not, not like dropping they go on a red. Oh, they do when you pick them up. Uh, you can you can catch a fish in the lake and pick it up and squeeze the eggs out of its belly when it's that time of year. Yeah, that, well, I mean, you'd have to really push on it. I mean, uh, some of these fish that are being held up, I mean, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, they are, they're on a red. I can tell. This tail oh, yeah. is all washed out. That's they've been you digging. Tell, yeah. And then they say, mm-hmm. you know, I caught it in the in the deeper runs and stuff. And I'm like, bullshit. The tail is jacked up. You know, it's about ready to pop. And you pick it up out of the water and it just goes, you know, so. Dude, I mean, I've caught, I've caught buck browns on the dream stream at a, a well-known deeper hole that's at a transition point that's pretty far below most of the spawning reds. And the lower half of his tail was gone. Was it already done spawning? I, I don't know. But if I posted a picture of that fish, what would be the response? Ooh, yeah. Raping the reds. That's it. Well, here goes the question that I want to ask. And this is the question that this might be some bad shit, but I'm just going to ask it because I'm not in the game anymore. But how do you feel about guiding on an area that is a well-known red i mean that's uh, i mean that for me is a no-no i'm not i would not bring clients to a place that even has that many fish moving up in that territory with that many reds and the three of us know bj you need to see it i mean it's it's a giant fucking red dude the whole river is pretty much a red in the fall time (laughs) I mean, and there's other places. It's not just a dream. I mean, Clear Creek. I mean, I remember seeing that thing just piled full of fish just the same way, you know. So, but they're not oh, as big. They're only. It's going to get fish now. Is it? I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Blur that shit out, Steve. Well, it's already crazy. We'll bleep it. Yeah, bleep it out. Well, I mean, it's already crazy. I've seen guides in there personally seeing guides in there with clients with fish coming in ass backwards and just snagging the shit oh, yeah. out of them, you know? And so I think as a guide, you've got to set the standard for your clients. If your clients don't really know, you need to be letting them know. And if you're a guide that's out there just raping reds with clients, you need to think about what impact you're putting on the client, the resource. And yeah, I'll you know, tell you what though, if, if, if you're a guide that's out there with clients and you're putting them on reds, it's not because you don't know better. Exactly. Exactly. So those guys, I mean, that's a lost cause. They're not going to change their mind. They're not going to change their ways. They're definitely the minority. 
Uh, I hope. And yeah. yeah, they are. I, I mean, if you get to that point where you you're guiding, you've spent enough time on those rivers that you know, and that's right. a conscious decision that, Hey, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to put my clients on reds and get a big tip. That's it. That's it. And you know, and then I don't know. I mean, I just have a hard time. I don't know. So, and so now BJ and Steve are asleep. I'm awake. <laughs> BJ's like, it's uh, 10 o'clock in my house. I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm good. I was just resting my eyes. I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Cause I, only fish, I, I only fish for stocked fish. So BJ's like, what the fuck's a red? Yeah. Yeah, BJ, how do you spell red? Wrong. R E E D. R I D. Red. Red. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, all right. Well, there you go, Steve. Now, what else you got? Because uh, you just touched quite a around it. That's a you good know, the, other, the other question that's always worth asking that uh, never seems to get answered is, what's what is the effectiveness of the spawn? in a place like the dream stream are those fish actually are those are those eggs hatching are they contributing to the population of fish in that river if they stopped putting hatchery fish in there would that population of fish if it wasn't fished you know overfished or whatever would it sustain itself i mean i was wondering about that too you asked me that earlier this afternoon and uh before i gave my dog a bath because uh, she stank like damn dead ducks and pheasant. Um, I looked it up, Scott. I, uh, I actually code? pulled up a couple. Uh, she's stanky. No, yeah. no, gave my dog a bath. Is that code? Oh, no, yeah. that's legit. I actually had to give her a bath. Gave a dog a bath in finger quotes. <laughs> and so I looked it up, and um, it's, I will have to say, Scott, there is not a lot of information out there. Um, I did oh. – pull up on the Colorado Department of Wildlife they what they are trying to shoot for now now hear this out cuz you're going to be like this is stupid oh, but yeah they're looking for a 15 to 25% spawn rate for the hatchery fish that are in there so what they're hoping for is that the fish that they put in will spawn with the wild fish that has already spawned at that 15 to 25% rate. So out of all those fish that are hatchery, I would suspect probably closer to the 15%. The 25% seems a little high, but I don't know. I mean, like, like I said earlier too, Jurassic Park, life will find a way, but they're looking at 15 to 25% of the hatchery fish will mate uh, successfully. Okay, that is, hmm. that's, that's, just, that's not exactly an answer to the question, though. How oh. many how many eggs hatch from a red in the dream stream and end up living long enough to go back up and spawn? Uh, they did have a number for it, 2,743,000. Or like none. Yeah, I would say, I would <laughs> honestly just... Looking at the sheer odds of it and everything that does go on, I would say it's less than three percent. That number out of my ass. Uh, yeah, that's got to be low single digits. Yeah. So, so what you would look at then is the fifteen to twenty-five percent. We'll give them half. We'll give them half. We'll say twenty percent. Out of that twenty percent, how many of those fish are coming back? So, 
That's the number you're really the looking for. Of those fish. What's that? Yeah. The offspring of those fish. Yeah. Of those fish. That is yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I mean, I, I gotta believe it's a low number. And and what really the other the other contributing factor is that what happens right about now and after the spawn, they drop those flows to like 30 CFS. I don't think those yeah. eggs are surviving anyway. Yep. That that is true. Yeah. And so and, and it's not the the flows, the water flow, the management of that water has nothing to do with the fish and everything to do with making money off the water and yeah. you know who needs it and that's what it was designed for. I mean the recreation and the fish is kind of a secondary thing, but you know you have to accept that and I I don't know. I mean I I just I don't I have not been able to find any solid data that that supports or you know detracts from whether or not that spawn even matters yep well i i don't know i mean you're right i mean i had to look through a lot of i I, don't get me wrong i did not spend like hours looking at it i literally looked like for 15 to 20 minutes dude that was somebody's got that data send it to us i I would love to see that i would love to learn more i've tried to google the shit out of it and yeah that's what i did too much but at this point, I'm going to be quite honest with you. I could really I give two flying it. shits about it. To be honest with you, I mean, I'm not there with it. And if they're not spawning, then by all means, let them just rape the living piss out of it. You know? Well, I don't think that's the case. But <laughs> well, I mean, those fish are getting beat up and they're in a, yeah, a they are. You know, troubled spot in their life and expending a lot of energy and not consuming much. And so let them be, let them do their thing. I'm not saying rape the shit out of them just because their eggs aren't going to become adult fish that spawn. I'm just right. saying maybe we don't need to get our panties all twisted up about something that really doesn't matter that much. You know? Yeah. It doesn't let's, matter to me. Focus on, <laughs> Hey, if it, if, if the spawn is more negatively impacted by water flows than it is by anglers, maybe we need to refocus our efforts and our energy to go after the people that, you know, and petition that and say, hey, look, we need these three or four weeks or six weeks or whatever. We need to maintain flows at this rate, regardless of what the water looks like in the reservoirs. And that's going to help us to, you know, start to have a self-sustaining fishery. I think you are on point with that right there. This, The words that just came out of your mouth, Scott, is what needs to happen first. If you want a fishery that's going to be working itself every year in that cycle of reproduction of new baby fish, uh, no matter if it's, you know, rainbows, cut bows or browns, that's where you got to start at. And unfortunately it is all falling on money. They give two shits about any of the other stuff. They want the money and they want people in Denver want green grass and all that. And you guys need to decide whether you want green grass or you want a fishery and I guarantee you it's going to be voted for grass. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Awful. Are, you, are, you, are you talking about weed or? Yeah. yeah both, both, dude. Maybe yeah. Both. <laughs> it takes a lot of water to grow crops. <laughs> All right. All right, Steve, give us a lighter subject. Why are you bringing in the hot shit, dude? And then sit back. Well, because it's, you know, it's, it's a topic that's, that needs to, uh, I would say, needs to be discussed, and you know what I mean. And there's yeah. there's a lot of data that uh, it's not available. 
fight. You just want to start a fight between me and Rob. Oh yeah. No, dude. There ain't no fight. There's a uh, fight, 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 fight. There's a lot of data that would yeah. that would be nice to see to either support or deny claims on both sides. I understand. Yeah. So but, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you got to look at you got to look at the kokanee. Um, some of the largest kokanee in the state of Colorado come up that river. State record kokanee was caught on the Dreamstream. I personally know. Well, well I used a, to know. That's he a passed funny away, one. but what's that? I said that's a that's a funny <laughs> one. You know, we're we're sitting here talking about no, oh, don't fish during the spawn, don't fish during the spawn, and, <laughs> and then you bring up kokanee, and then you bring up kokanee, and kokanee's and, and and it's salmon. not even it's not even that people are going after kokanee ethically. You they're know what straight mean? up snagging that they're, shit. You're dude. either straight up snagging or you're you're rolling some big ass beads and you're flossing the piss out of everything. I love flossing. You know no it, you know it, it's just that's one of those ones that's funny. <laughs> Look, BJ's like next podcast we're doing nothing but uh Pennsylvania yeah, stuff. So you can yeah. talk next, about <laughs> next podcast we'll do uh we'll figure something out. We can do yeah. minnows and minnows and treble hooks. We'll get Pennsylvania covered. There you go. Now we're there talking. You go, man. Yeah, well, so I don't know. Maybe that's another one because, I mean, Rob Rob and I are going to be fighting about spawning fish, and BJ and I are going to be fighting about sunglasses. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to fight about? Fucking whiskey. Um, no, he's going to fight about that you guys never go get burritos at lunch. Yeah. <laughs> ramen. He always wants ramen. Yeah, Ooh, ramen. That's what it was. God. <laughs> Hey, if you, serious, if, you, if we're ever all four in the same town, this town, we need to go have ramen. I'm not <laughs> kidding about that. Oh, Dude, you've been there, Rob. You know. Rob Dude, knows. Rob's been there. I, I've been there. It's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, BJ, I mean, never in my life when they said, hey, we're going to get ramen, I was like, what? The only all ramen right. Rob knew of was the kind in the plastic bag. Top ramen. <laughs> I was like, all right. Yeah, all right. So they like, take for Rob's thinking they must have a pretty short menu. It's got soy sauce flavor, shrimp flavor, beef, pork, or chicken. <laughs> and they take me down to some place we couldn't find a parking spot for, and it was in a basement, dude. And I was yeah. like, speaking of getting spawned out raped, so this is going to be me right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was good. It was damn good. Damn oh, good. yeah. All right. So if let's, they were uh, able to pay the bills, we'd give them a plug, but, you know. Yep. <laughs> you got you to pay for those plugs. So it got right. it got rather cold here for, what, Scott, two days? Yeah, it was wintertime for a couple days. So we did tease it on the last episode. So let's get into, uh, I don't know, one or one or two of your wintertime items that you uh, you swear by that probably won't be the same across the board. So, so let me just go ahead and tell everybody what Scott's got. A t-shirt <laughs> and a pair of blue jeans. That's what he's got. Okay, good. BJ, you, you kick it off. <laughs> Two things. I'd say my, my first thing's definitely fleece pants. Um, I've had a pair of fleece actually, ski pants for the past 20 years. So um, probably after that, hmm, I don't know, probably my first layers, man, because that's to me, the most important layer. I've had uh, moisture wicking first layer. Probably is the most important thing I put on. So that'd be mine. 
Mm. Shit, that was a lot shorter than I was hoping for. Yeah. Oh, so, well, so, so they're gray, and uh, <laughs> I would. They cover my balls. Oh, I, th- I would okay. have thought that BJ's first was going to be a hat. I, thought, yeah. I, thought, I don't know, because me and you have the same problem. I would have thought that maybe a hat. Wait. I can't wait to fish with BJ in the winter so he can take his hat off and the steam will be coming off oh, of his yeah. Oh yeah, you look like a like a half sucked milk dad in in December. <laughs> oh man, it looks like one of them old NFL film videos of like the frozen yeah. tundra. Exactly, exactly, exactly. They take their helmet off, with just steam rising off of their bald head. I love it. Yep. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, well, I would have to say mine are lay, uh, liner socks. And then my regular deep wading socks. And then I love, love, love my Patagonia down pants. So I put them on first and then put my waders over top of them. All right. Very so nice. Warm. That's what I use. Because I can't wear gloves. Uh, I just can't fish in them. Um, and, uh, gloves are tough. Just, yeah, gloves are tough, man. I can't fish in them. But when I'm not fishing, I have them in my jacket. And I'll just put them on if I'm, like, watching somebody yep. or – just hanging out, you know, but those are the, those are the two things, feet and uh, the part of me that's in the water is my most important. Rob, I thought yours would have been your truck so you can drive your ass home because it's too goddamn cold. Dude, uh, well, <laughs> that's, uh, well, Scott's seen that route too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number one wintertime accessory. Yeah. My truck. <laughs> yeah, stay in the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Steve. Only, what do you got? I only, bring, I only bring gloves for Uncle Wayne, dude. I uh, I told him that you made his, your profile pic that he was in it, and he was like, "Damn it, I miss Scott." And I was like, "I hear you, dude." I was like, "Me too." And he's like, "Damn it, I want to see him. I want to see him again." And so, uh, let's go to Tennessee, man. Dude, you say when, brother? I'm I'm gonna go out there. Man. All right, we're going in October. <laughs> yeah yeah that's the plan actually it's going to be in september of next year okay i'm in he would dude if you showed up with me he would lose his damn mind dude he loves him some scott long dude he loves him some scott long i won't tell him (laughs) steve wintertime gear wintertime gear um, so I have got a Under Armour shirt that is the, um, I don't know, they made them a couple of years ago. I'm sure they still make them. It's called the cold, like cold weather tech or something like that. Oh, Scott's mm. working on that slur. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. He's got a quarter of a bottle down. So I've got a, that Under Armour shirt is one. And then I've got a buff. That is half like the normal summer buff material, and then the other half is fleece, and that shit is money. Uh, wait, wait, wait. A buff? Yes. No shit. Yep. Half of it's just like the thin material, and the other half waiters. is fleece. Yeah, he keeps it in his waders to give himself a fluff every once in a while. So nice. <laughs> Dude, I would have not thought. I mean, I see some dudes with buffs on, but... In the winter time, I tell you uh, what, I mean, man. I, you keep your neck warm. 
You'd be yeah, good. Yeah, it ain't your typical buff. It's the one that's got the fleece, the, you know, it's a little thicker. Yeah, that shit is nice. If you the forget your hat, you can, fold, you can twist it and fold it into a hat. Fucking money. Tube top. And, yeah, <laughs> tube top. <laughs> Mini skirt. Little, little pencil skirt if you got down to that. It just depends on placement. Yep. <laughs> I'm just imagining Steve with a buff wrapped around his little wiener schnitzel out there. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, Scotty, you're up. Uh, that's funny. I've already talked too much. Everybody knows what, what my shit's all about. All right. No, it's not. Break it down. Break it down. Break it down. Really? All right. Let's see. Real quick. Wintertime. I have uh, Breathable. Um, I'm trying to think of what the name of it is, but it's it's Under Armour socks. That's like, it's actually not like a wintertime sock. It's, uh, it's called like Heat Tech or something like that. It's a wicking, uh, breathable layer. And they, you know, they're like mid-calf or so uh and a pair of long jockey like long underwear but they're uh they're not like your typical long underwear they're more of an athletic breathable layer uh and then also a wicking breathable base layer up top usually an under armor but it doesn't have to be um and then let's see second layer is uh, wool socks, just one pair, one layer, just normal wool socks. And then mm. if it's one pair, if, if, okay. Yep, that's it. If it's super, super cold, if it's going to be like sub zero uh, over the top of my leggings, I'll wear a second set of kind of a little bit thicker. They're thinner than sweatpants, but a little bit thicker, but they're still kind of form fitting so they don't bunch up under my waders. Um, and then I'll have another another layer up top of uh, typically I, I've only got maybe one um, long sleeve base uh, mid layer over the top of that. Um, and then, of course, my waders, boots and up top, I'll have a waterproof shell of some sort, a Sitka. My Sitka jacket works really well for that. I've got the. I've got just the Sitka wading jacket. Um, that's t- it's actually for duck hunting, but works great for fly fishing because it's kind of short. It doesn't hang down. It it's it cuts off at about the waist, so you're not getting it in the water all the time. Um, and uh, yeah, some sort of uh, hat, a beanie cap, or a I've got a, a Sitka beanie. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Scott froze up. He's he even has a nice little fleet. Nope. What? He got he stuck in the matrix. No. Yeah, he is stuck in the matrix right now. Oh, my God. What's yeah. going on? He's moved. There we go. Okay. What? I, I don't know. Something. The software cuts you off at 34 <laughs> items. I don't know what was going on. Oh, it might be. <laughs> I, I, I saw the, the recording software. is like 34. Stop. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I told you I've already reached my limit. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not we don't have slurry Scott yet, but we do have a uh chatty Scott. Uh, yeah, I spilled I spilled my drink on my laptop. Oh. No. You know, you know uh, what I like? 
I like that Scott doesn't have a shirt on now. Hey, <laughs> it happens. You get well, warm, and you got to remove. You got to shed some layers. Yeah, that's it. You can all, hey, Rob, hey, if there's one word of advice for wintertime, Scott just illustrated it perfectly. You can always what? take it off. You damn That's right. right. <laughs> that's, why, that's, why, that's why I say fuck summertime fishing. It's too hot. Can't take <laughs> off enough layers. Oh, yes, you can, baby. Mm-hmm. It depends on who you're fishing with, though. Fair enough. 50-50 on the water, baby. That's right. That's, that is exactly it. I like a 50-50 means you can choose between a top or a bottom. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. I love drunk Scott. I love him, dude. I love it. <laughs> Look at BJ. BJ. <laughs> BJ's like, oh my god. So, what have I gotten myself into? We are yeah. We're just hitting fall. We're just beginning fall, if it's easy enough to believe, I guess. Going into Fall into winter. Um, this is very redundant. And I lost my point. But what are you going to do this winter to get ready for, for uh, some spring fishing? Oh, my gosh. Or what are you going to work on this winter for next year if you're going to work on anything? Man, I'm going to start it off because I'm going to go ahead and let you know, dude, man, I, you you three know, but I am trying to kill every damn duck and pheasant that gets near me, dude. That's what I'm doing, dude. I am like, I am actually hunting four days next week. Uh, two days pheasant, like two days duck. That's how I'm preparing. I'm just going to make it rain birds, dude. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. And bead season's in about three weeks. So uh, <laughs> the whitefish will be spawning here and. Yeah, I'll be all over that. But I'm going to shoot some damn ducks first. I used to have a duck partner in Colorado, and he's sitting over there drinking 10 cup, but (laughs) I ain't seen him since a while. I was always too noisy and scared the ducks away, so he yelled at me. Scotty? No, (laughs) What's going to be your wintertime prep there, senor? God, I don't know. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not like, I don't think that far ahead. I mean, my ADHD doesn't let me plan things, you know? So it's like, if I think about what do I need to start now to be ready for spring, it's all a blur. When spring comes and I'm screwed and I'm like, oh man, I should have done this and this and that, then it becomes crystal clear, you know? Anybody with an ADHD mind can relate to what I'm saying. That's what right? I'm talking about. Not, right you know, normal people call it procrastination, but you've got ADHD, that's just normal. I hear you. That is the perfect 10 cup Scotty answer right now, dude. Damn it, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, BJ, you. Yo. That, wasn't, that wasn't Tim talking. That's just being real. <laughs> <laughs> when keeping it real goes bad. <laughs> yep. And I'm going to answer for BJ. BJ's going to tie up a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of mop flies. I think BJ's going to have a stroke. Look at him. laughing <laughs> his ass off. So, uh, aside from tying all winter, what I'm going to work on for next year is carp, actually. I only yes. Have, 
I only went twice this summer and, uh, you know, two years ago I, I got out a lot for carp and tied a lot of carp flies. And really this year, just with moving, selling the house and carp kind of got pushed aside. So, uh, next year is going to be my year for more in-depth carp fishing out here. So ah. that's the story of the carp. It just always mm. gets pushed. Side. I caught a carp <laughs> this summer, so I am good. I have mastered Poor the carp, carp game. You're, you're good for carp. You're good for five years, then. Right? Yeah, I'm good. I don't. I don't even need a refresher. <laughs> the beauty of that carp was that it counted for something too. That's the best part about that one. Check that box. That's uh, yeah. I I haven't fished for carp. Um, I need to. There's some right behind my house. I'm just. Say you got a easy. damn pond behind your house. I know. They're they in there, too. There? What's that? Are they grass carp in there or commons? Yes. Yeah, grass. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I hooked one up. but Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, I caught one, but uh, my middle <laughs> son was, like, trying to do the net job, and uh, it was just too damn big for him to try to pick up the net. I mean, I had the, the big El Jefe Nomad net, and it was just as big as that net. He was trying to pick it up. And it just, <laughs> not a scenario. He almost went swimming and it got off. So uh, I said, that's yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, but what did you, you get it, it or did you just hook it? No, dude, it ate. It actually <laughs> ate a damn hopper. Nice. Ate a hopper. Yeah. yeah that's, not, that's not a bad pattern for grass carp. No. Uh-uh. It, uh, it went up there and just <laughs> nice and slow. And I was like, ding. And then it was on for a was little it, bit. Was it a uh, light green, a green a hopper? Slurpy. It was a, uh, you know, it wasn't a light green one. I think it was just like a, like a tan. I don't know. Hell, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, just a hopper that <laughs> I, I had in my bag. Yeah, and so, but, uh, but I hooked him up, and the net it was just too much to handle. And so, <laughs> I mean, I've tried to net my own that was, you know, a large grass carp in my net, and it doesn't fit in the net. It's a yeah. challenge. You put their head in there and hope they don't flop when you're trying to transition to the tail grab. <laughs> well, it is a. Uh, it's it's tough, man. You know, especially with a nine-year-old trying to net a you know, 20, 25 pound fish, uh, that's pissed off. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the water's like up to his waist and he's scared already, you know? So but, I could see oh, the no. difficulty in that. Mm-hmm. Did, yeah. Did I ever tell you guys my grass carp story with my, uh, wife's little cousin? No. <laughs> All right. So Do tell. Rob, I know you've seen the, I know you've seen the picture. So, uh, Last, not this past summer, summer before, we were camping, and every time we'd go camping, I'd take my fly rods with me, and all there is is this little crap pond in the campground, and my wife tells me, hey, nobody, I've never seen anybody ever catch a fish out of this pond down here, and she's been going there since she was a little girl, so me and her little, uh, she probably was like 12 years old at that time, niece or Your cousin. Wife? No, yeah, my wife oh, was 12. Oh. Yeah, no. My wife's little cousin. So. Hey, when I go across the street, we can go across the hall. Yeah. <coughs> Tennessee speaking. Jesus. So, anyway, so I go down, 
and there's a pot of grass carp swimming around in this little freaking pond, right? So I'm like, shit. I look in my box, and I got the old proverbial bread fly sitting there. Oh, so, boy. Tie it on. You know, I, I had some bread flies I made with just freaking white egg, egg yarn, right? Tie it on, first cast, wham, catches, you know, grass carp hooked up, bring it in. I hand her the net. She nets it, and we pull it up on to the grass, right? It is a grass carp. Like... So I go to give her my phone to take a picture for me, right? This fucking grass carp flops out of my hand, and on the other side, there's a 20-foot bank that that fucker rolled Ooh. straight down. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's dead. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, truck driver. It, it swam away fine, don't worry. Yeah. It was a carp. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got stitches from a carp one time. Not even kidding you. I had a client catch one, and uh, he was holding it, and I was trying to take a picture. And the carp flopped out of his hand, and I tried to grab hold of the carp, carp, and that little spike on its top went right through my finger, and I had to go get stitches Ooh. into some bitch, dude. Yep. You didn't have to. You could have just sucked the shit out of it and put a bit of in there. No, I had to go get stitches. They gave me like four <laughs> stitches in there. I was like, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, well. <laughs> well, what about you, Steven? What are you going to work on through the winter? I am going to. I'm going to just tie a bunch of flies. That sounds scrumptious. My midge box is full. Uh, so this winter will be a streamer winter. My and midge probably a bunch full. of Euro nymphs. Get me some uh, jig, jig flies. white sex dungeons. Jiggy I need wiggies. some white sex dungeons. Dude, I'm going to bring my midge box over and just leave it at your place and see what <laughs> <I'm doing. laughs> Bring it over, dude. I'll go, I'll go buy a box of 100 hooks and... Tie the oh, piss out of those. I'm going to bring my midge box and a hundred bucks and just see what it looks like in the spring. Ooh, <laughs> that's a deal. A bunch of zebra midges, 500 I, zebra midges. <laughs> yeah, I've, never been, I've never been more impressed than, uh, than the, the San Juan box that Steve put together for me. Oh, I bet dude. I bet that shit was on point, dude. Yeah. I filled it up pretty good. I thought, well, you know what? I, let me let me correct that statement. It wasn't a San Juan box. It was the the box that you put together, the Mitch box for the charitable donation at the fly shop for the yep. ch- charity auction. And I won it. And oh, you did. That's I remember that, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you and I bid on something one time against each other because we were trying to build oh, it yeah. up, and then I actually won it. You were like, "Yeah, I'm oh, out." Yeah. Dude. And, what was it? What was it? I don't remember, but I, I know that I stuck you with it. Yeah, you did see me with it. It was like $400, and I was like, damn, all right, okay, yeah. Oh, it was for, um, what's his name that had surgery? Yeah. What what was his name? Chad. Yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. was the same one. But, yeah, the box that Steve, the funny thing about the box that Steve contributed was that i bought the box itself it was one of those montana fly company with the brown trout pattern yep and uh-huh. steve filled it up with flies and then i i ended up winning it <laughs> but i'm telling you those flies you look at those things in a microscope and it's like every single wrap 
is accounted for. Every little bit of material, it's the perfect amount. The proportions are exactly on. The tapers are exactly on. It's like, dude, I can't even see well enough to get something that right. <laughs> yeah, I ain't seeing that shit either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you have the patience. If there's so, one yeah, thing anyway, I pride myself box, on, it is my midges. Oh, dude, that's amazing. And that box is is approaching empty, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it over with a C note in there and there we see go. what it looks like in the spring. <laughs> well, if that's the case, then I'm gonna send you a box too after Scotty's are done. <laughs> send it over. There you go. But I want all hoppers. That'd be great. And streamers for a hundred dollars. Hoppers and yeah, you're gonna get four. <laughs> yep. Yeah, four. That's eggs. all you get. I heard eggs and leeches. Dude, I, I need some meat whistles too. If you're taking orders, I need some meat whistles. Yeah, I <laughs> like Steve's like, I ain't tying shit. <laughs> like, you know what? Steve's like, you know what? I changed my answer. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not tying all winter. That's my prep. <laughs> Steve's prep is he's going to get a haircut for spring. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Plus, he's I got to. Responding to our texts. I need to finish filling out my lake box. Yeah, gonna get you that jelly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About the lake box. What's this all about? Uh huh. Are we gonna go do some uh, belly boat fishing or what? We need to. I'm I'm prep. I'm gonna prep it for uh spring. So yes. Dude, I got you know I got the fish cat rolling. We can. I'd love to hit some still water stuff. I I got that in my arsenal. Yep. I gotta get me a fly line this winter and be ready to roll. Well, the only lake fishing stuff I have for lake fishing is a ladder. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> that's not lake. That's like freshwater sea. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I got a lake, I mean a ladder that I bought from Home Depot, the six-footer. <laughs> so. Love it. Yep. There you go. There you go. Well, all gentlemen, right. it's been uh, it's been an hour full of full of a lot of shit Funness. really <laughs> good job especially when we're going into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i know when you start off right before the intro of what are we going to talk about yeah and i don't know we'll an hour later out. <laughs> an hour later we're still talking it's the best ones dude i swear i yep. swear it's the best ones. definitely so well once again i want to say thank you to all you listeners i know we're picking up new listeners as yeah. it's going on and so uh, really appreciate everybody that's out there, first-time listeners, and the guys definitely that's been going with us since the beginning. So appreciate it, dog. Yep. Listen, go follow us on Instagram, rate, review, subscribe, all that shit. You know how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what to do. With. So I right. still haven't. Done it. I don't even know how, but hey, I had an idea. I had an idea. What? What? Maybe maybe this should be like an offline conversation, but you know I've had a few whiskeys. So... <laughs> Here it comes, folks. Pay attention. I'm ready to go. But no, I, what I was thinking was maybe we have an occasional uh, call in. Uh, maybe it's a regular. Maybe it's rotational. It's someone new every time. But uh, of a regional. Someone that's fishy, someone that fishes a lot that we that we know, that we trust, that we can go to for the Southwest region, for 
the southeast, for Florida, for Georgia, for, you know, down south or up in Alaska or whatever, and just kind of a call in, hey, what's what's happening in your neck of the woods? And maybe it's a, a, a five minute segment uh, just to get like a, a weekly somewhere out of out of our territory fishing report to add to the mix. And, Good idea. You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we get some feedback from people if they think that that's something they'd be interested in doing, or maybe we get together, the four of us, and just kind of think, "Hey, I know this person or that person," but just something I was kind of thinking about that we might kick out there and uh, see what people think. Yeah, maybe something uh, that's on Instagram or something like that that people are that are interested in it. That's a good idea, Scotty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like so- it. All right. If you're That's interested, just uh, <laughs> holler at us on the Instagram page. Let us know you're interested. Yeah, let us know, dudes. Mm-hmm. Let us know you're interested. Right. Let us know where you fish. Those are the two biggest things. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then I guess then that's going to be it, boys. So, that's all I got. All right. Me too. You guys have a good night. Me Scotty, too. get some good sleepies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see what we can do. There you go. All right, bye. Peace out. Closing time.